tips above the water You watch me drown You could have saved me But you let me down yeah. Chris, thanks. You're welcome. Thank Good. you. Uh, my pleasure. Good to have you here, my friend. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm enjoying. I like the. I like the digs you got going on here. Well, thank you. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, a little, little nutty at times, but we're having fun. Yeah, I like all the lights. <laughs> I can't stop looking at them. So if I pause for a little while, it's because I'm mesmerized. Either that, or you might go into an epileptic fit because the, the, this is an old building and the yeah. electricity's a little weak. So once in a while, we get some yeah. flicker in here. I'm but, always uh, worried in movie theaters that somehow that's going to happen to me. <laughs> Just see, it would be my luck. It would be my luck. <laughs> All right, I got a couple of things I want to go over with you. First off, congratulations on Pittsburgh Beautiful. I've been Thank paying you. attention to your work and your site for a long time. Thank I've you. watched the growth. It's been incredible. I um I want to hear all about it, but what what do you have currently going on there? Because it seems like you you deliver content constantly. What's the latest that's going on with you? Um, uh, you know, it's it's I get asked that question, believe it or not, a lot. And what's going on with me is everything. Um, <laughs> that's not a fair. That's I, not a fair cop out. Uh, I know. I'm, no, I'm not trying to cop out at all. Not at all. It's 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 my my mind is I, I'm there's 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 nothing normal about the way my mind works, and I th I think a lot of people could say that. I mean, it's I don't think that's unusual, but I, I'm always looking for the next way that I can put content out there that people can appreciate um so to answer your question directly yeah is we launched an app um i, I should say i launched an app because believe it or not i'm i'm it with pittsburgh beautiful <laughs> That's I, it. I have a writer that that i pay that right? she does a lot and she's been with me pretty much well for the last three and a half four years and she's fantastic got it got it, got it. um but and i don't want to say she just writes Understood. but all she does is she'll write an article and then i edit it and put it out there and i give her some ideas and we collaborate a little bit there there's that word collaboration we were talking about before uh -huh. um but uh, i launched an app the pittsburgh beautiful app as far as i can tell it's the only pittsburgh app i mean do the penguins have an app yeah it's through nhl and all that kind of stuff so you uh -huh. can make that claim but uh, and the reason I launched an app was to bring all of this crap together, you know, so you've got the Facebook page, you've got the the uh, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, blah, blah. You got the blog, you have the podcast. So the Pittsburgh Beautiful app allows you to tap into all of that right from the app. So if you're a, a big fan, which mm -hmm. I hope a lot of people mm -hmm. are, and I hope even more are, I am. You know, you don't have to say, well, what are they doing here? What are they doing there? You just go to the app and you can get on any of our social media, get on our website, listen to our podcast. And also, if you see a picture of something you love in the Pittsburgh area, and, and I have to say this all the time, Pittsburgh Beautiful is not about just the city. Mm -hmm. It's about the region mm -hmm. that I fell in love with when I moved here. And you can share a picture right from your phone through the app and it gets zapped right over to me and then oh, yeah. I broadcast it out over okay. social media. So that's what's going on right now um or the newest latest and greatest and it's free you know as with anything most things have to be free to get people involved right, right i'm right. not accusing everybody of being cheap um <laughs> but we do live in pittsburgh and um, um yeah <laughs> i know you know what's funny is anybody and i don't like people i get emails all the time i really do i i, I get facebook messages instagram all that stuff tons of it 
all day long and and people thank me you know for putting this stuff out there and all that and you know for the first couple years that pittsburgh beautiful kind of started taking off and people were noticing it i i nobody knew it was me because i don't i i don't it's not i'm just kind of the curator right of this stuff i right. i didn't create pittsburgh i didn't create the people i you know i'm, mm. I'm not i'm not that person um i just took what i noticed was happening and and thought it would be fun to kind of show it off right and everybody that follows uh pittsburgh beautiful it, i don't consider them a follower or a fan of what i do okay i consider them to be a a lover of the region that they were either from and have moved away from or continue to stay fair enough you know that's what it is so it's more like thank you to pittsburgh and right. and the region and the people and because that's the number one thing that people tell me all the time when i interview them for a podcast or i'm just having a conversation with them you know what's your mm -hmm. favorite thing about pittsburgh a hundred percent i got the first different answer yesterday <laughs> and i'm not i'll maybe i'll reveal that answer later but you can hear it on the <laughs> podcast um but every single answer other than that one which was a hilarious one is the people yeah and yeah. so to me it's, it's all about pittsburgh and the people and what's beautiful and they they take ownership in it so that's what is know. it about this town i mean you you do you've done a lot of travel you do a lot of travel yeah you have enterprises in different cities and so forth but this is your hometown since what 93 93 yeah so what is it about pittsburgh why is this town unique or really unique um to me uh i mean the history my history with pittsburgh goes back into the 70s uh, my father's mother, so my grandmother, was from Castle Shannon. Okay. Uh, now, she left Pittsburgh in the 1930s, and um, she moved to the Washington, D.C. area. Mm -hmm. But most of her relatives stayed in Pittsburgh. And in the 1970s, I was born in 1970, so I'm dating myself, but um, I, only ca I came to Pittsburgh a number of times, but every time I came to Pittsburgh, it was for a funeral. And okay. I, I've said this constantly. I, when I was young, when I was a kid, and when you're, you know, anywhere up to about 13, 14 years old, you know, before your eyes kind of start to open up, you know, you get these ideas in your head about things. Some are fantasy, some are not. Some are fiction, some are not. I honestly, honest to God, I thought Pittsburgh is where you were supposed to come to die. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I, I like work, you know, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Catherine passed away. She was 92. She traveled the world. There's a story I wish I could tell. Yeah. Um, but she's been gone since like 78. <laughs> you know, we're going to Pittsburgh. You know, your your grandmother passed away. She yeah. died in like 1982. Yeah. We're going to Pittsburgh. And it was constant funerals. So I'm like, I will. I am never going to Pittsburgh <laughs> because if I go there, that's where I'll die. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think Mayor Peduto's office is going to use that as a slogan anytime yeah, soon. Yeah. No, why would Pittsburgh come here to die? So, you know, it's. It, <laughs> but you know, you come full circle, and and I mean, if you look at it in the context, you can understand it. It's something that I didn't really realize until uh, I started kind of uh, you know jerking around with this whole Pittsburgh beautiful idea and how cool it was. Right. It was one of those things where I was like, wait a minute, I I thought when I was a kid, you know, you have that realization. So. Um, 
I, I ended up going to college in Philadelphia, and I lived there for five years. Drexel, and, right? Uh, Drexel, yeah. yeah. And um, back then we called it OBU, which stands for Orange Brick University, because <laughs> everything was orange. Now it's like this huge school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nowadays I tell people I went to Drexel, they're like, oh, wow, you're really smart. Not, not in 1988. <laughs> In 1988, Drexel was like, please, could you please come to school here? You know, only school I ever applied to. My mom put it down on the table and said, your cousins go to school here. It's probably a good school. You need to think about college. And I was like, ah, shut up. And I filled it out. I got in and I went. And um, so I got to know Philly pretty well and um, tremendous city and 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 yeah yeah right see that's that's exactly that's the thing if you're in philly people go pittsburgh if you're in pittsburgh people go philly two totally different places you know and and philly is it it really is it's a tremendous place but it's 15 times the size of this city there is no comparison well we could most pittsburghers couldn't even relate to that concept that's exactly right that is right yes yeah and and they and they they can't however um I moved here in 93, mm-hmm. and I came out here for two things. First was a girl, which a lot of us do, um, and second was a job, because if I was going to follow the girl, I had to have a job, or she wasn't going to pay any more attention to me, because I graduated college by the skin of my teeth. And um, and so when I moved out here, I, it, what surprised me was... I would be in the office and people would say, oh, you're the new guy. You, you know, I was young. I was fresh. You know, where did you move here from? I said, well, I, I came here from Philly. First thing out of their mouth. Why? <laughs> they said, why? Yeah. Huh? Why? Why'd you like, even though. How about that? Even though Pittsburghers in general don't have very good feelings about Philly. That's hockey related, I think. Uh, it's very hockey related. And a little bit, you know, na- the old National League East days. Maybe, yeah. A little bit of that. Oh, yeah. um, and they hate the Eagles, too. But if you're a Steelers fan, we you hate anybody who's not a Steelers. <laughs> so, but, you know, why? And and it was, that was, that was kind of scrambling my brain because I, I went to school with a couple guys that were from Pittsburgh, Mount Pleasant. You know, right. it's, that's Pittsburgh, right, right, right. Uh, even though it's Westmoreland County. And another kid was from Shaler, still friends to this day. Um, so I had been kind of, I, I had I had already seen that that Pittsburgh, that Yinzer. You know, my yeah. buddy Steve, God bless him. I, I'm going to get him to listen to this. He'll love this. <laughs> First time I ever heard anybody say Steelers the right way, <laughs> the right way. We're in Philly. We're at some, we're in some apartment with a whole bunch of guys and this, the Steelers were on. And he's like, he's like, go Stellars. And the whole room <laughs> looked at him like, go who? He's like, go Stellars. You know, them Stellars, they're going to they're gonna kick some ass today. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. I guess that's how you say it. I never heard that before. But here they are looking at me and saying, why? Uh-huh. And if you remember, and I, I know you do, 93, you know, that was basically the bottom mm-hmm. of the the route that was the steel industry falling out yeah. through the yeah. 70s yeah. through the 80s you hit the early yeah. 90s yeah we, and that was uh, i think just cut, 93 94 we started to finally come out of a recession too right the, the bush era first right bush one recession right and and so pittsburgh was really Tough. searching for its identity mm-hmm. and so i think that's why when i when i looked back on that I, I think that's why they said why it was it was less of um you know why did you come here it was more of why did you leave philly got it you know there's that that place is so big there must be more opportunity there you're closer to new york and blah blah Mm -hmm. so uh, you know (laughs) 
I remember when I first moved to Philly, I called my mom um, and I went to college and I called her. Hey, how are things going, honey? I said, I, I don't know, mom. These people, they're so mean, you know, because I was from a, a little town in central PA, York. And um, I mean, it's not a little town, but it's small. Um, and people are nice there. And, and I knew everybody. But, it's called the suburbs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the suburbs. And uh, yeah, York is actually like a suburb of D.C. and Baltimore extended. You could say it's a suburb of Harrisburg, but we won't go there. So um, she said, honey, it'll be all right. That's just Philly. You know, it's, it's, it's a big city mentality. It's not that they're mean. It's just that everything's rushed. They need to get to the next they're thing. Tough. Yeah, everything was like, hey, what do you want? You know, at a restaurant, they, yeah, what, what do you want? Not how can I help you, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then I moved to Pittsburgh and I got even more confused because there were people, I, I, the first place I lived was in Shadyside. I had moved in with that girl. And um, I'm the first night, the first night that I stayed there, I don't think I've ever told this story. I've, I've probably told some friends. But the first night I ever stayed there, this it was a house in Shadyside. I called it Shadyside 2 because it was like over the busway. It wasn't in proper Shadyside. It was mm-hmm. basically on the Bloomfield, mm-hmm. uh, Garfield side of Shadyside. Anyway. He was pretending. Yeah, I was pretending. <laughs> I didn't know I was pretending at the time. I thought I was big stuff. So anyway, so we're, we're renting the... the uh, bottom floor of a house the the home the owner the landlord lived on the top floor and i kid you not he was jerry garcia he was it was jerry garcia lived on top in pittsburgh it's like he did like what did you do you know you got a body double that's touring now because you are jerry he would play the guitar up there and he was like all right man you know whatever so at one night I'm, I'm falling asleep and that big picture window is the bedroom you know the front room is yeah, the bedroom yeah. and i see what i think is lightning <clears throat> and then i notice that lightning is it doesn't really happen in like a rhythm you know lightning happens once and then over here and and i'm like wait a minute i think those are headlights so i peer out the front window excuse me and i and i see the minivan across the street is parked now they had a little driveway on the side of their house it's parked facing us and the lights are going on and off and then on and off and i'm looking i'm like what's wrong with these people don't they know they're keeping me up and i see a head down below and popping up and it hit me they're jacking that car so my girlfriend i don't know where she might have been in the other room or something i said hey 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 you gotta you gotta call the cops um somebody's stealing the car first night in pittsburgh in shadyside somebody's stealing that car and so she gets on she calls 911 i grab the first thing i could grab which was a golf club and i don't even golf i don't even know how the golf club got there <laughs> honest to god maybe she had it i've never even asked her that question i i ended up running outside with a golf club okay All right. by the time i got outside three neighbors had grabbed the kid out of the car and were holding him down on the ground there was another kid that was a lookout by the bushes he had taken off and then the cops arrived now i had lived in philly for five plus years before that and let me tell you if your car is being stolen in philly across the street the neighbors are probably helping the guy (laughs) all right no offense no offense um and that's probably not true for real but um, just the gist of it was like it's just going to happen there yeah i mean you're taking your life into your own hands Mm -hmm. when you when you get involved in something like that Mm -hmm. because you don't know what the motivation behind those kids stealing that car is Mm -hmm. i mean you know what they're trying to do but you don't know you don't know and yeah. to me it was really amazing that people on the street that yeah. lived there they yeah. noticed the same thing they came out and ca- caught the guy yeah. it's a big difference it's huge a big difference. difference yeah there's a, there's a really difference. interesting sense of community and then communities within the community yeah in pittsburgh right yeah i mean yeah and it was the first time i met my neighbors 
You know, and I think Jerry Garcia was asleep in some sort of drug haze (laughs) up above us. I also don't ever remember paying that guy rent, but he passed away a long time ago. So, no, 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 no. He was a great guy. He was a great guy. But that was my my very first night. Now, I'd been to Pittsburgh many times, as I said, um, planning my funeral. And... (laughs) I had been, <laughs> and I had been out because my girlfriend she graduated a year ahead of me, so I had traveled to Pittsburgh, sure, the Turnpike, sure. and all that. But that was yeah, my yeah. first night as a Pittsburgh resident with a job and all that, and it it did it amazed me because I had seen a lot of crime in mm. Philly. My car had been broken into. Mm. I had friends that were robbed at gunpoint, and um, I don't think Philly's ever going to invite me back now that I've done this show and said these things. It's a changed place. But um, well, the, the web came a couple years right after that, so here you come to Pittsburgh, and this yeah. thing called the interwebs, like 95, 96, just and probably 98, 99 before it was mainstreamed or somewhat mainstreamed, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you catch that wave right away? Were you fascinated by it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My father was a computer programmer, and... Um, <clears throat> He always had when we were young when the pong game came out. Remember the the pong game? Yeah, and, yeah, right, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all right, man. Fifties the new fifties the new fifteen. You haven't heard that any lately? I'm staring down the barrel of sixty, buddy. Yeah, whatever. Well, that just means sixties the new twenty five years from now. I mean, you know? don't worry about it. So, uh, but yeah, my my dad was a computer programmer. He was a math guy. Um, and he always had like the, he liked the latest thing. Mm -hmm. Now he didn't go crazy like me. I took it to a whole other level, but, um, so yeah, I got my first email address in 1994. Wow. And I still have that email address. I'm not going to say it because I get enough spam already, (laughs) but I, and, and I, and I, it's an email address that you have to pay for the service and I'm still paying for it. And, um, because it's nostalgic to me now. I'm like, I, I, is it Earthlink? No, no, it's AOL. It's uh, AOL. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. That and, was the thing. Whenever anybody hits me with like, here's my email address and it's <laughs> AOL, I'm like, we are in a special <laughs> club. We really are. You should get a, you should get a medal, man, because I should own that company. All right, twenty five bucks a month right now. And I'm still paying for it, but I can't get rid of it because it's just so nostalgic to me. And that's what they're banking on. I'm telling oh, you, no, you ain't kidding. Yeah. So yeah, I that I'll, I'll never forget. What a what a weird thing to never forget. I'll never forget buying my first. Remember Compaq, the mm-hmm, computer company. Mm-hmm. I think they were bought by HP or something. But I'll never forget getting my first Compaq computer up at Sun Television and Appliances on McKnight Road. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a similar story. <laughs> yeah, and setting that setting that SOB up, and it had the speakers that were on the side, turning that on, and the, like some lady walked across the screen saying, welcome to Compaq, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Star Trek. I'm, I'm in. And then what I started doing was, I hope I don't get arrested for this. Maybe there's a statute. Of, well, I never tried to use it. I thought, and I got the, like one of the first print scanners kind of thing, so yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I did. I'm 24. I started scanning like $50 bills. <laughs> I'm just telling you, because I wanted to see, like, maybe I could do this. You know, I, I hear that's a federal offense. I'm not it really is. sure. It is. Well, and I will say for the record that it, the printing quality was very poor. <laughs> I would imagine. And um, I knew immediately that it would never pass for a $50 bill. Therefore, I ended my dream of being a counterfeiter immediately. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually just curious. Like, I yeah. wonder, because, you know, we didn't. These right. things are brand new for us. Oh, yeah. It's like I wonder if a I wonder if a fifty dollar bill would look exactly. So I started <laughs> scanning these things, but it's a whole um, new world opened up at that time. Huh? Oh it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, now I mean, who carries cash anymore? Yeah. I mean, I do once in a while. Yeah. Usually the time. I, well, usually the time I'm not carrying cash is when my wife says, "Honey, you got to pay the valet," <laughs> and then I'm always like, 
okay, do you have any money on you? And then the valet's looking at me like, you got to get money from your oh, wife. Oh, sure, she loves that. Yeah, oh, she hates that. Trust me, she hates that. Or it's always as we're pulling up to a restaurant or a mm-hmm. show or something, they have valet. Mm-hmm. Just as we're pulling up, I'm I'm doing the, I'm grimacing like, here it comes. Do you have money for the valet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Every time. Well, what happened to that $300 I saw in your wallet three days ago? Well, I was in McKee's Rocks. No, I'm just kidding. No. Explains everything. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what happened to it. I think you took it out of my wallet. So, did you um, want to work in that space or I say space? I'm starting to sound like a a, a youngster now. Yeah. Did you want to work in the web environment right away? Were you that fascinated by it, or what was what yeah. was your draw to it from a uh, I don't know from a business standpoint? Back then, I don't. I I had no concept of what business was. Back back then, I I I went to school for graphic design and photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did not pan out for me because I ended up majoring in probably well i i I majored in marijuana and alcohol (laughs) is pretty much what i majored in and it's even easier when you're an art major okay yeah i think goes hand in hand doesn't it yeah yeah and um so my father god bless him um after my freshman year of college he said look this art thing isn't going to work out for you and i was like what do you mean dad you know of course it'll work out for me he said no no not while i'm paying for your education it's not going to work out for you okay so these are your choices you know graduate with a 3-0 or get a get a 3-0 every semester the next semester you don't i don't care if it's a 299 the court is cut i was blessed you know Mm -hmm. i i came out of college with a little bit of student debt Mm -hmm. not a lot My, my father was um you know he was a strange guy he was a computer nerd but he was very kind Got and it. um so thankfully i listened to him and and he said you got to get out of this degree you got to get over 30 every term and right. and you're still good with me but think of me as your employer i'm paying for most of your school mm-hmm. therefore i employ you to get good <laughs> grades that was my first business lesson <laughs> You're and not I going passed. to school. You're working. That's right. And I passed. Yeah. Um, so I ended up in business. And when I came out here, I it was the height of the refi boom mm-hmm. in 93. And I had had a couple jobs in Philly that were um, uh, mortgage related. Mm-hmm. So I actually started in the mortgage business in 1989. Mm-hmm. And uh, to this day, I still do it. You mm-hmm. know, And mm-hmm. um, so I, I was fascinated by the internet. I... Uh, I did start like little websites and little projects because that creative side of me, here was a new creative outlet. Mm -hmm. But what I mostly did was play video games with it. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, for me, it was kind of like I can create things or I can play things that have already been created for me. And and so I didn't really uh, jump off into this new medium that that is social media and now because back then it was like turn it into a business how do you do that right um until probably about 10 years ago when you first saw myspace like early 2000s or mid 2004 three i don't know but yeah i I, yeah five myspace yeah um did you what would you think of it um or did you think anything of it i at first when i heard all the hype I, I thought, oh, wow, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it became very clear to me because I was in my I was in my early 30s then. Mm-hmm. Um, it became very clear to me that it was extremely, it was the Wild West. And honest to God, there was probably more pornographic stuff on there than mm-hmm. anything else. I mm-hmm. mean, I, 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 it just, it, it struck me as this isn't going to last because you're just allowed to, do, there's too much on here that's that's not, 
kid friendly. Well, and not just kid friendly, but more. It, it was. I'm 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 lost for words. I didn't think it would last. Uh, and then I guess what Yahoo bought it or somebody bought it, and, and it's mm-hmm. apparently it's still around. I think it's still around. Although yeah. apparently they lost all their client information or something. I don't a year know. Ago, they lost everything. Oh, did they? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wrong. And does anybody care? I think Justin Timberlake bought it like six, really? seven years ago, and he took wow. a bath on that. I guess they wanted oh. to turn it into a music site. I think that's what the like the musically vision was like eight or nine years ago to do that. But right, that then became. I'm, oh, hey, look! I just want everybody to know that I'm getting a call from Philadelphia. <laughs> if, you can, if you can see that, uh, I'm going to have to take this. And we're not live streaming I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to take this and apologize uh yeah, that's probably one of those robo calls how funny is that though you know philly philly sucks and then i got a call you know we're not live that's very strange <laughs> that is strange big brother so yeah i don't um i, I don't really think i thought anything honestly i just mm-hmm. remember thinking and going oh wow there's like a lot of it, you know and i don't want to offend anybody but it's like there's a lot of girls or some somebody behind this putting scantily clad women on and yeah, it's I almost like a dating it was almost site related to, and, yeah. i thought it was a, a i first thought it was a porn it was it was a mainstream site that was taken over by porn then right. i realized do you remember when MySpace permitted complete customization, like yes. wallpapers, and and so so people that didn't understand that you know the size of a photograph that's tiled, yeah. kind of matters. Yes, <laughs> with yeah. slow connections, so yeah. people's wallpapers weren't. Then there was all these moving GIFs, and yeah, yeah, everything was just like it was terrible. It was yeah, just yeah, visually terrible. Yes, and I, then Facebook comes and they right. figure that you know we can't let customization happen. We need to be. Yeah, everything has to be uniform. Yeah. yeah, and will people adapt to that after yeah. doing everything they want on MySpace? And boy, there wasn't any doubt about that. Yeah, there was there was a there was a guy in real estate a few years back um, that I worked with, and um, it, it's this is kind of the same thing. If you look at if you look at uh, internet sites, uh, social media sites, whatever, that's real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, in, mm-hmm. in, in in its own form or fashion, no it question. has value. No question. So he used to say all the time. Um, the 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 owners of the company that I worked for, which will forever remain nameless, mm-hmm. uh, they love to get in on a lot of the condo deals in the late '90s uh, in that were in and around the city. They wanted to be first in all these condo deals, and he used to tell them all the time in meetings, like sometimes it's not good to be first. Sometimes if you're second, you're coming to the rescue because you're what you watch the first guy flounder you figure right. out you know what right. he did wrong right. and i think that's the myspace facebook thing i mean yeah. all, all credit to mark zuckerberg if you want to believe he's really the guy that created it yeah. but um all credit to him but myspace was kind of that okay we got huge stumbled and fell at the time this facebook thing was coming in between just students at at harvard and all that and mm-hmm. you can learn from those mistakes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you look where it is today mm-hmm. and you know the 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 big question around Facebook that that I'm learning is that Facebook is it is a social place and of course they are driving businesses there because sooner or later they had to make money mm-hmm. um, because they weren't making any and they were huge so how do, how do you monetize it well they had a platform they had enough eyeballs on it corporate sponsors all that kind of stuff um, but Facebook isn't a search engine so if you're a if you're a business and you know maybe segue to this at a later time but i just kind of stumbled on it which is kind of how my mind works so we do here right um (laughs) but if you're a business and you're trying to get on facebook to make sales and there's going to be thousands of people who say oh no i've sold millions on facebook and there are Mm -hmm. i mean there are Mm -hmm. but if you're a business and you want to get on facebook thinking that that's going to drive traffic or sales the way google or a search engine does you got to rethink that absolutely 
because people Absolutely. go to Google with intent. You know, when I type something into Google, I'm looking for something. Mm-hmm. You know, Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston in a bikini. <laughs> you know, um, I like this man's <laughs> honesty. <laughs> hey, look, I'm I, in, in doing Pittsburgh Beautiful. I, I got I have to. I, I have to be wholesome and honest and nice. You do. I don't feel like I have to be like that in here. No, we don't do reason. that in here. Yeah, I, I am a real person. I don't walk around with flowers. No, the gloss I'm just is yeah, off today. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean seriously. <laughs> God, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I love, I love you, Lauren. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. She is the most incredible human being on the planet, and she really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Google is intent. Facebook is not a search engine. Facebook is kind of an accident. All right. And now, of course, you've got groups and all that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can, you yeah. Can, you know, it is kind of an accident. Yeah, yeah and it and is. you you can't. You have to be aware of the fact that Facebook and social media is for awareness. Um, and it's, you know, I spend, uh, probably an inappropriate amount of time on social media, mm-hmm. um, not on my own social media. If you look at my Facebook page, I might put something up there once every couple days and sometimes a month goes by, but because I'm so involved with Pittsburgh beautiful and, sure. and the other things I'm doing, I'm always on it. Right. And, right. but most people it's at work at a break sitting at a stoplight mm. sometimes flying down the turnpike at 85 miles an hour you know in i've never done car that. on auto no. drive yeah <laughs> I, I, I really have never done that but i've seen it happening yeah i have to but um that so that's kind of a that's you know and they say the algorithms serve up what you like to look at and stuff like that and they do mm-hmm. but it's definitely not where you're gonna you're not gonna build your brick and mortar business on Facebook. You you need to take a holistic approach mm-hmm. and you need to kind of blast yourself out everywhere. It's all about it's eyeballs. a piece of the puzzle, would you not agree? It's yeah, gonna be yeah. of your market total marketing puzzle. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, and I, I you know, I've had significant success in very not all the time, but in some targeted marketing campaigns that are right. both on real estate and for promoting the show, we've done right. okay. Yes. Really can't tell if for this amount of money and that kind of view is that okay or not. It seems to be right. But what are we comparing it against? Right. Right. So right. how will we know? Yeah. Yeah. You. You basically the only way to compare it is to just go dollar per dollar. I spent a thousand dollars on Facebook marketing. Mm-hmm. I got one lead out of it as a real estate agent. Yeah. I made X amount of dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And, yeah. But, it's a, but it's a very crowded space. Yeah. As your wife knows, as I know, uh, yeah, it's a very it's, crowded space. Yeah, it's too crowded. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is too crowded. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain there are certain professions that really are word of mouth mm-hmm. and much more hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, I I almost I, I'm enjoying now we're seg- segueing into real estate, of course. But now I'm enjoying watching Zillow try to become a real estate company and a mortgage company and all that. And look, they got enough money to waste. Well, you they've know, been trying it. They've been trying to put, for it. Look, they've been trying to put the realtor and try to put the mortgage rep out of business forever. And a little segue, if you indulge me for a minute, yeah, sure, not going to happen. It's your show. They've tried. Yeah. yeah, they've tried and tried and tried, and we're all, we're all still here. And yeah, a lot of us doing really well in a career that we love. Yeah, and they keep trying to squish us and yeah. squish us. That's okay. Yeah. That's comp- I, say, yeah. I don't find that intimidating. Too. That's capitalism, right? Yeah. yeah. For me, that's just the way business works. True. But you gotta have to laugh sometimes because the oh. same attempt keeps being made. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's over and over and over. Well, and if you think about it, real estate is a very, very personal transaction. It just mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Even if it's on the corporate level, on a you know buying a, sure. a large sure. structure, it's a relationship. There's still right a real human relationship. That's right. That's right. And you know, good good luck to them. I, I wish them well. Well, I don't, I don't think they're going to succeed. Let me ask you this. So, you heard that first, right here. Yeah, Zillow is not going to succeed. Wow, 
<laughs> uh, but I, their, their leads are fine. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Oops, I forgot about that part. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. Hey, we, I we, 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 we hunt for business any way we can. Yeah. Um, talk about Pittsburgh Beautiful. What was the What was the idea? Was it an epiphany? Was it a gradual move toward it? Was it something else at one time? Um, no, it wasn't something else at one time. It was it was actually an epiphany. Okay. Um, I when I moved here, as I explained was earlier, Jerry Garcia with you when you did. Was that? Jerry with me? No, I think he was <laughs> dead then. I think he died. I, I, I it's killing me. I can't remember this guy's name. If I could just show you a picture, you'd be like, Yeah, you're right. It, the real Jerry just... Garcia wasn't the real Jerry Garcia. He was got the it. Landlord in Shady Side. So, it. Got it. Um, Somebody listening to this will know that guy. Yeah, they will. His name was Dave. His, His name, name was Dave. Dave. That's all Looks I remember. Like Jerry Garcia, yeah. early '90s landlord, Shady Side, Graham Street, South Graham Street on Shady Side. Somebody, yeah, some of our friends Dave out there loved him. He was. He was a nicest right guy. In. Nicest guy. Um, so, and when I moved here, of course, you know, we we already talked about that. It, it was it was kind of like Pittsburgh's trying to figure itself out. Yeah. Yeah. So what I noticed as time went by is there were a lot of promises being made. We're going to build this. We're going to redevelop that. We're going to do this. And, you know, no fault of the politicians. I get it. I don't take sides in politics. No, nah, I just don't. I mean, I, we, we, we cannot. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't take sides. I'm only on one don't side. Don't get me started. Yeah, I hate nah. them all. Yeah, right. So, but, but, you know, for me, it's kind of like you can hate, you can love, whatever. I'm not pulling the strings. It's not me. So, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a witness. You know, sure, I'm a witness we, we to all this. Are. Right. So they're making all these promises about stuff, and 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 I know in the end, you know, the greater good is what you know. We got to turn this place around somehow, sure. and and I want to take credit for it, kind of stuff. And and I was watching these things kind of flounder along. You know, we're going to revitalize the north side, and that still is kind of in question today. Mm-hmm. Even though you can say there's a lot going on down there, mm-hmm. um, for a long time there was a lot going on down there, yeah. and. Not all of it was good. Not all of it was good. And so they, you know, what, what really killed me, Eric, and I don't know, I'm, I'm just, I don't know the how these, this stuff works. I'm a total outsider. So mm-hmm. as a witness, as like a Monday morning quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, they announced they're going to build the new stadiums and they're going to take that, 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 you know, Three River Stadium down, which was almost as bad as the vet in Philly. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of history there, but still mm-hmm. bad stadium. And um, they use and, and for me at the time, putting up a new football stadium was a no-brainer. Okay, you only got eight games, eight real games here, and then maybe playoffs. You got a, a legion of fans that are going to follow you. Of course, when you put up a new football stadium, people are going to come. Okay, but it's not going to drive traffic to the north side outside of football season, unless you get the Rolling Stones in there or you mm-hmm. two, and that's right. a one-off every couple years, whatever. Right. Right. Motocross. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, for all you motocross fans. Um, what kills me, though, is WWE. That, I mean, I don't want to insult anybody. I don't know why people watch that. I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware of it. I don't I, know I like Paul Kogan, and he's like, yeah, somehow still participating. He's like uh, superstar like Billy Graham. I'm going way back now. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Now the XFL, you know. Vince yeah, McMahon, the XFL. that's like wrestling football. We're going to talk about that tonight on our on our other podcast. Nice. But, but that's um, the thing, though. That might, that might actually the XFL, work. It, well, it, I find it entertaining, but but um, anyway, back to my back to my story. They said uh, they said we're going to put up this new ballpark for the Pirates, and you remember all that BS, and they got to put the one percent tax. We'll repeal it. We knew that was never going to happen. All that the kind people of stuff. rejected it, and essentially, yeah. in spite of what the people wanted, 
the politicians found a way to fucking do it anyway. There you go. Okay. So, but here's here's the one, and you're right. And here was the one hook that got me at this time. This was probably my personal low point in Pittsburgh, just from the standpoint of what's this area going to do? Do I want to stay here? Because I tried to leave. You know, I ah. tried to get out of here. I did. Okay. So they said, um, I, I'll never forget. I saw a commercial about this on TV. I heard one of the one of the politicians talking about it <clears throat> they said listen this new stadium for the pirates is going to do for the north shore <laughs> what camden yards did for baltimore that was the plan yeah well can i tell you i grew up in york i grew up actually an orioles fan which believe it or not right now is more shameful than being a pirates fan so you guys ought to consider yourselves lucky that you have a mediocre at best mm. team because I have the worst team in Major League Baseball. They're, they're neck and neck. Mm, no, no. When they lose, <laughs> well, okay, maybe. So anyway, anyway, I th- I immediately thought to myself, look, I grew up down there. I went to Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. Yeah. I watched Cal Ripken play, Eddie Murray play. Yeah. I watched um, Rod Carew get his 1999th hit there. Right you know, old, old school baseball. Mm-hmm. They opened up Camden Yards. Fantastic ballpark Beautiful. to this day. Beautiful. What the guys here in Pittsburgh either didn't know because they just didn't want to pay attention or just didn't want to admit was that Baltimore redeveloped Inner Harbor Mm -hmm. 20 years prior to Camden Yards going in. And then the Orioles organization thought, what a great place to put a ballpark because we get five million visitors a year in the summertime. Oh, it was strategically built there. You got it. Yeah, no question. So as soon as those guys said... It's going to do for Pittsburgh what Camden Yards did for Baltimore. I thought you guys are you guys are off your rocker. You know that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. You got it backwards, and um, they did. And now it's twenty years later, and um, yeah, now there's some development starting to go on. Mm-hmm. It took a long time, right? You should have concentrated all of that money, in my opinion, on the development of the area, mm-hmm. and then. You could have popped a ballpark in, but there was no place for the Pirates to play, right? That's true. Yeah, had they, true. unless they kept through River Stadium. Yeah, I mean that's all. I mean all that stuff Conjecture, is, you know, yeah. right, right. I'm just, I, just and look, any baseball fan will tell you that place is a, it's beautiful. I've gone a lot of baseball fields. Love it there. I, I, I get it. I get it. But again, I don't think it was done the right way. I think it was pushed through in in spite of what the actual public wanted. They found a way to tax us anyways and get that was extra one yeah. percent or whatever yeah. it was. They found a way to get it done. And a baseball purist and I love baseball. Yeah. Don't me like too. the pirates, but yeah. I love baseball. <laughs> but a baseball purist will tell you, well, it's the most beautiful park and it is. It has a beautiful sky you know, oh, sky yeah. escape there of Pittsburgh. Yeah. But if you really look at nuts and bolts, you have a entity like that that has an inhabitant that has no intention of really putting more people in town or in that facility, right? They don't care about winning. Yeah, they winning well, they rest. They rest on the ballpark. They rest on well, what you've done just that talked for 20, about. Our twenty yeah. solid years now. Yeah, and that's a it's a real shame. And I think, I think if you would have asked the leaders at the time back in '99 if they could look into the crystal ball and see that they'd have a losing season, eighteen out of twenty, yeah, or seventeen, seventeen yeah. out of uh, uh, or yeah, seventeen out of twenty, there there would have to be a different view toward it. Yeah, it's been really sad. Yeah. Yeah, it really I'm has. Off my rocking, that, my, my whole yeah, yeah, that, that, that's but all that's, right. I, I get it. I get it, and it is, and it, and it is one of the most beautiful ballparks. I mean, I've been to a number of parks in my life. 
Um, I would say that the number one park for me, because I'm a uh, you know I'm a closet Orioles fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a I'm a Pittsburgh fan. I'm a Steelers fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Penguins fan. Yeah. I'm a Pirates fan. But you know, in a younger life, I'm an Orioles fan. Camden Yards kicked off this whole wave. There's and no question. You go down there today. It is still a magnificent place mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. history and the lore. It was the first retro ballpark. And um, purely retro. Purely retro. The second on my list is Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen a game in Wrigley Field, you haven't seen a baseball game. And I Agreed. was going there when the Cubs sucked <laughs> and it was packed. I was having a ball, you uh-huh. know? Um, well, that the population's big enough that those fans yeah. can go to that game and they can suck and they'll still have a great yeah. time. Yeah, that part right? is true. That part is true. So the, the atmosphere and the fans and the ballpark, though, it's, it's a, they're still putting up the scores manually. I mean, my wife and I go there to see Pearl Jam when they come to Chicago. We love going out to see Pearl Jam right. at Wrigley Field. And uh, it just never ceases to amaze me how true to the traditions that, that, that they kind of keep that field. Yeah. And then third yeah. is... Um, uh, PNC Park because yeah. it is beautiful. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just every time I go to watch a baseball game there, I'm not going to watch the Pirates. Yeah. I'm going to either watch the other team that's coming in. Isn't a shame though. Yeah, it is a shame. It's such a shame. It is a shame. Um, and or I'm going because I'm taking my kids down or some friends down. I it's just an love event. to sit there it's and an watch. Event. Yeah, yeah it's take beautiful, pictures. Absolutely beautiful, especially yeah. on a nice night. Would you yeah. Agree? Oh, absolutely. And the fireworks are great. Bobbleheads. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many of those I've thrown out. I probably threw out the most valuable one ever, and I don't know what it is yet. So it's probably the uh, who's the guy that they just banned for 82 games. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, well, he, yeah, I don't even know his name. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know why it was a press story. I don't even know how we went down this this this, this dark baseball road. We went. I have no idea. But but to your point though, you were talking about development in the town. Yeah, yeah. So w- with Pittsburgh Beautiful, what happened is I I ended up um, probably in the well in the early two thousands. I started noticing some of this stuff was starting to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there was something brewing. There's something going on. Mm-hmm. And by two thousand and seven. You know, you're in the real estate business. I had been in the the mortgage and banking business and, and mm-hmm. real estate for a while, so we really remember the crash. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It, it happened right in front of my eyes. Yep. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And the most interesting thing about the crash for me was that the rest of the country went into this incredible, you know, you call it whatever you want, great recession, depression, and everything that was going on. At that point in time, it dawned on me that this is it for Pittsburgh. This is the time because we never participated in this ridiculous boom. Now, did we mm-hmm. participate mm-hmm. in the whole, mm-hmm. you know, these weird mortgages people were? Oh, yeah, yeah they were yeah. everywhere. Right. And we did have our fair share of foreclosures right. and right. unemployment, and all that kind of stuff. But as a region, it really kind of the rest of the country's falling. This region stayed exactly we where did. it was. We did. And that's bang. forgotten. That's forgotten. Now that's here true. we are. Yeah. That's and true. In the next couple of years, I started to notice some things changing, and I started taking pictures basically on my phone. Okay. And I have no idea or recollection of how I came up with the, the, the name Pittsburgh Beautiful. I really don't. I wish I did. I wish I could. I, I wish there was some great story to tell about that. But I, I just, I, I, Facebook had just come out with allowing you to start like fan pages or business right. pages. Right. And, I had my own personal page that I had at that time had many, many political arguments on. <laughs> Remember those days of Facebook where that's all you did is get like on yesterday, it. Yesterday, that's what tell, people do. Tell people how stupid they are and then realize how stupid you are. 
So I, I, no, no, I, I did that early on. Yeah, for a yeah, little while. Yeah, I don't think I talked to any of those people anymore either. It's a shame. No idea why. Yeah. But um, very caustic then. So yeah, it was. Yeah, like it, it was today, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're just ignoring it now. Yeah, you, ha- you have to. So have um, to. next thing I knew, I was I, I I came up with the name Pittsburgh Beautiful. I think there was just one day where I was like looking at some of the old architecture downtown. And I was like, you know, that's beautiful. That's like that's like Pittsburgh beautiful. Like that's what Pittsburgh Got is. It. And it just kind of stuck with me. It was something like that. So I started putting up a few pictures here and there around town of some cool stuff and they weren't good photographs they were from my phone right uh i'll never admit that i was driving down the parkway taking pictures of anything because i never did that (laughs) and um, but but a couple years go by um and one day um i took all my wife and i between the two of us we have seven kids they're not we don't have any together but she had three i have four i took a whole bunch of them to the movies uh one day and we you know i did one of those creepy dad things where it was like hey guys we're at, we're at a movie hold up your thumb at the movie with dads <laughs> take a picture you know, you know i'll never look that. at that again yeah they yeah they, they, oh dad okay so <laughs> i i uh, got home that night and i was looking through my pictures and i saw that picture of the kids and i was thinking oh what a great day that was i only spent eight hundred dollars at the movies <laughs> and um and, and i noticed i noticed that they were all wearing a shirt that said Pittsburgh on it. Okay. Like one of my boys' Steelers shirt. Yeah. Another one of my boys' penguin shirt. Yeah. Another kid had a pirate. Literally, all they put the sports the teams. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they put them in the back. So, so, they, uh, so I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Look at that. All those kids. Like, nobody's going to know they're my kids or anything. But how cool is that? Thumbs up, popcorn, you know. So I threw it up on Pittsburgh Beautiful, and I put something up there. It was like May 16th. Of, I don't remember. I could find it. But... Uh, said, you know, this is this is what's Pittsburgh beautiful. Just kind of referencing kids and the shirts and show me what you think is Pittsburgh beautiful. And right. I, to my surprise, within the next 24 hours, I had like 150 pictures posted on the timeline from people saying, I love this, I love this, I love this, Got I love it. this. Got it. That was the epiphany. That was... Something's oh, going on here. I'm onto something. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. And then it just kind of w- just grew from there. And it's it's essentially pretty much taken over my life like mm-hmm. in a good way um it's massive i mean the just i mean it's massive the amount yeah. of people that are following or participating is just mind-numbing to me yeah and i love that i mean i i i love that i i think it's great um from a region that i thought literally as a child you came to to die you know right. and, and and no joke intended there i, I yeah. really i really did and to a region that for all intents and purposes when i moved here it was dying I mean, Pittsburgh's never dead, right, but, right. but seeing it rebound and start to grow and then taking the lessons that I learned from all the friends and family members that I, that I know and met here and my buddies from college that I met in Philly that were from here and moved back here and are still here. And my buddy Steve lives in Greenfield, you know, um, raised his kids here who are coincidentally both going to Philly for college, Got it. you know, it's, it's crazy. How, yeah, it's crazy yeah. how that stuff works yeah. out. But um it's just just to take all those lessons and then i i thought to myself I, you know i need a website because facebook is only facebook right. and it's fun i I'm, i encourage people share your pictures share absolutely. what you think is beautiful that's absolutely that's what drives it it's all about pittsburgh and the people it's not about me i, I could give two shits mm-hmm. about that it's about you know helping this region continue to show what i think is the truth and you asked me about pittsburgh and what i think about pittsburgh I really believe in my heart and in my soul that Pittsburgh is the cradle of this country. 
It okay. is. I mean, you could talk all you want about New York City. You could talk all you want about um, a- any other town. Everybody always goes to New York, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But Pittsburgh is very instrumental in how this country was formed. If you go back and look at the early days, and I'm talking 1700s, and -hmm. the frontiersmen, and the relationships with the Native Americans and the tribes and the French and Indian War, and how instrumental George Washington was. George Washington basically started the French and Indian War. Did you know that? Did not know that. Watch the documentary on the History Channel called Washington. Greatest documentary on him I've ever seen. Yeah, it's out now. but he literally, and I did not know this, but he literally, he started the French and Indian War. Wow. How about right? that? Right. And then we come full circle through his life, and he comes back to Pittsburgh as a as a, the first sitting president commanding an army. Right. Now, without any reference to who our commander-in-chief is today, mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't matter who it was. Could you see any president mm-hmm. leading an army into battle? No. Okay. So Washington, for the Whiskey Rebellion leads the army himself and negotiates a peace and then goes back to Washington. And if you think about it, the capital was in Philly. Right. Okay. They hadn't built Initially, DC yet. Yeah. And Pittsburgh was the frontier town. Mm-hmm. And George Washington spent his life between Mount Vernon, which is only like 13 miles south of DC. Right. Uh, and Philadelphia and Western Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, Nowhere in there other than he lost New York to the British early on and they thought we were going to lose the war is New York City. And this, look, I love Manhattan. And as a matter of fact, I would live there. You know, Mm -hmm. I just need about $18 billion (laughs) and I'll be able to afford, uh, you know, pizza. So, (laughs) so Pittsburgh really is to me, it's the cradle of America. It's where this country was truly, I mean, you could say the country was born in Philadelphia, the Declaration of Independence. You can say the first capital is York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. where I'm from, because mm-hmm. that's where they wrote the Articles of Confederation. Right. right. But the the really the grit of this nation, where we made our bones, was in Western Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that through all of that, <clears throat> is, that's why you've got this these core values and these deep roots here that I tapped. I get chills talking about it right now yeah. because I am not from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I am a Pittsburgher, mm-hmm. but I am not from Pittsburgh. Right. Um, and I wanted to tell those stories and I noticed that there were no real websites that were easily accessible. I mean, if you go to the University of Pitt's archives sure. and all that stuff, they, sure. got, they got everything in there, but try to find it. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard. So I started writing the history of every single neighborhood in the city one at a time. Right. And then I decided, well, it's not just the city. So now I'm writing the histories of Allegheny County, all the townships. And we got to do something about that, by the way. <laughs> There's too many damn townships to write about. You aren't kidding. But um, but I, I just wanted there to be a place where people could come and not only um, celebrate what they love about the region where they grew up and the pictures and everything. I wanted them to be able to come and get a little bit of information about where they are actually from. Got it. You know, like there's a neighborhood called California Kirkbride on the north mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Who'd have known that? Like yeah. 19 houses are there. You right. know, it's mostly train tracks. Right. You know, um, everything I ever saw was come to Shady Side and shop on Walnut Street. We sell Apple computers. You know, <laughs> you know, and 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 not You're that not I, alone. Yeah, yeah, You're right, not alone. right. Or 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 well, remember the days in Lawrenceville when I first moved here. Lawrenceville oh. during the day was a it was a scary place. Let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. In early 90s. I worked uh, not too far from there, and we would go through there like we we close our eyes and go through it and get to Bloomfield. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And even Bloomfield was a little sketchy. Yeah, I, but I could at least. 
least get some. I, I could eat there. I go to one of those yeah. little Italian restaurants <laughs> yeah. here, and, and then close my eyes and drive past Lawrenceville again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That I actually, it. I actually did some mortgages down in Lawrenceville. Yeah. This is going to blow people away. The largest mortgage I ever did in Lawrenceville up until a few years back was fifteen thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a house that if I I can draw I drive by it today, it's eh, probably in the four hundred thousand dollar range. It's amazing yeah. what's happened yeah. there, and it's good. It is good. That's good. It is good. I, you know, and I, like I said, I, I, everything about Pittsburgh is beautiful. Every region, uh, and I say this a lot in the country. You know, you you have your naysayers, you have your negativity, and if you wanted to sit down with me and ask me what I thought was wrong with what's going on around here, hey, listen, I could fill up a whole day of that sure. stuff. All with of us you. can absolutely. absolutely right. But you know what? That stuff is going to happen anyway. And it does. It is everywhere. And, yeah, and the longer you let it continue to happen and the longer you give it energy and talk yeah. about it the yeah. worse it's going to get so are there discrepancies yes is there discrimination absolutely mm-hmm. it happens all the time mm-hmm. um is there is there is there inequity in the distribution of income right is gentrification mm-hmm. does that disenfranchise people i'm trying to pull all these yeah. words out pretty you know? good here. yeah i i am i'm surprised at myself I'm actually completely lost but yeah he's, me he's, too he's, he's carrying it i'm here. completely <laughs> lost <laughs> I'm really just trying to take over the show. That's what I'm, I'm trying to do. That. Yeah. That's so, good. but for me, it's kind of like, look, I get enough of that, and I just really think it's time for people to step back and and be grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what your position is, mm-hmm. if you're a billionaire, you need to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on on a, more though, I, I, I maybe I'm an optimist. Social media would lead you to believe it's pretty caustic right now, but I don't think that's reflective of the human condition. Right. I think generally when people are, I find people very in this town very kind when we're out. I, I find I find people holding doors open. I I, I for I, I find kindness all around. And when people talk about Pittsburgh to me, Chris, I think about us being extremely gritty and really kind. You have a lot of gritty towns, and you have a lot of suave towns that aren't gritty, and they're you know they're upper crust or metropolitan sexy whatever yeah we're gritty but we're kind yes that's a weird combination it is a weird combination and that's what makes pittsburgh unique and you're exactly right i i think that's that's what i was talking about when i i I talked about you know people here they they drive those roots deep Mm -hmm. and this this country this this city uh and this region um pioneered an awful lot of incredible things that that turned america into what it is right um and it also suffered through a lot of that as well and every single time came out on top and if you think about it the most recent issue 10 years ago the great recession right hey we're on top right on you know um and i'm pretty sure that when we have another great recession which will happen it just it happens it happens um i got a feeling we'll probably be on top after that one as well and uh the the greatest thing about this journey for me has been discovering how many people out there are like me um and i don't mean weird and you know (laughs) strange and um maybe a little handicapped for lack of a better way to put it no what i mean is um people who identify themselves as pittsburghers who are not originally from pittsburgh right uh, and I use this example a lot. My, the first podcast that I did was um, it, it was a request. I put out a request. I went. I'm starting a podcast. I went guess because okay. I, I thought this is a natural way to go. Okay. I'm telling the story of Pittsburgh, one Pittsburgh at a time. As part of Pittsburgh, beautiful. As part of Pittsburgh, okay. beautiful. Right. And 
I got a guy that hit me up on uh, Facebook Messenger or email or something. He said, hey, I've got, I've got a pretty interesting story, and I, I'd actually like to, to be a guest on your podcast because I'm a travel agent in New York City. And I send more people to Pittsburgh for vacation How about that? than anything else. And I thought, huh, okay, that's interesting. Let's do that. So it turns out he is originally from New York. Uh, he spent six years of his life in Pittsburgh from the age of six to 12. He lived in Butler, mm-hmm. which, as we all know around here, that's not Pittsburgh. But if somebody from Butler is in New York City, they're going to tell you they're from Pittsburgh. Without a doubt. Right. So he, he moved out of there... Um, and then he came back here and went to college for music at CMU mm-hmm. and then left again, went back to New York. He's now in his 60s, travel agent. Uh, people would come to him and say, you know, I, w- I want to go someplace a little different. I don't want it to be too far away. I, w- I want it to be affordable. I want it to be cool. Uh, just like a four-day getaway. Got it. And he, well, there's some stuff going on in Pittsburgh. So he started sending people there. And they book every year now. Really? Yeah. Now, that was kind of amazing. Sure. Here was the most amazing thing to me. He says, to this day, I'm 60-whatever years old, and, and I'm sorry if I got that wrong. Um, I, he's he's got to be in his 60s. So, a- anyway, uh, he, he says, to this day, when people ask me where I'm from, mm-hmm. I tell them I'm from Pittsburgh. Now, he was born in New York. He lived here for six years. He said, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm a Pirates fan. The Pirates were good then. The Steelers weren't that great. Uh, the Penguins were horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm a Pittsburgher. How and, about that? Yeah, and I said, "What do you remember? What was what's what's your best memory of Pittsburgh?" He said, "Well, whenever we would go down into the city from Butler to see a show or see a game or whatever, he said you could smell Pittsburgh before you could see it because of the, the steel mills were still Got there, it. the yeah. sulfur and yeah. all that." He uh, said, "I remember that." Was a kid. Yeah. yeah, he said, "But I, I even though I, I am a New Yorker, I, I am a Pittsburgher, and to me that that meant the world." I was like, mm-hmm. "That's exactly what I'm what I'm getting at here." If you come to this city and spend any time here at all mm-hmm. uh, and meet the people, and that grittiness is a very attractive quality. It's like no hardworking. No question. You know, and you've got this perfect mix downtown now of um, technology, new structures. All, I mean, looking at cranes over the city is like, it's a beautiful sight. I agree. Yeah. And yep. you got that perfect mix. And then the people that are like, you know what? I'm not going to try to tell you how to get there. I'm just follow me in my car. I'll drive. I know it's out of my way, but yeah, I'll never get you there trying to get you through these yeah. streets. Follow try that, me. Try that in New York. Yeah. Try that in <clears> New York. <throat> but they really, they start growing their own roots here. And mm-hmm. to me, that's, you know, I've been a lot of places and there's a lot of special people everywhere, which yeah. is why I've taken this concept and I've, I've launched it in other cities because mm-hmm. I think there's something we can tap into nationally for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the place where it started, and this is this is the place that has the strongest connection. And I and and knowing the the friends that I have that are true Pittsburghers, right. born raised here, right. raise their kids here. I, I've never met a better bunch of people. So huh. for me, that's what drives it. That's why I can't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I started the Pittsburgh Beautiful podcast to tell a story of Pittsburghers, one Pittsburgher at a time. And yeah, I try to get some people that may have some notoriety on there. Oh, but sure. the stories I'm sure. most interested in are, are are the people that are here. Right. And, and they're kind of under the radar, but they're those gritty people that are just, they're starting a business. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting a lot of the younger generation on, which I really appreciate. And mm-hmm. they're starting businesses and they're staying here. I, I had a, a, a woman on last season on the podcast who was from Jamaica, lived in New York, came to Pitt to go to school, decided to stay here. 
How about that? And start a fashion business and a design business and all this other stuff. I mean, right. You came from Jamaica, lived in New York, came to Pitt, and decided to stay here and start a fashion business? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that says a lot about Pittsburgh. It sure does. You know, so those are the people that I think really um, make this make this place special. And for me, I'm a social kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, you know, if I don't talk to all these people and learn their stories, mm-hmm. um, my my wife will divorce me because I'll I'll just talk to her, and she likes things to be quiet. <laughs> it always has to come full circle to that. <laughs> before, okay, so before we wrap us up here, what is what's the, what's in twelve months? What's your goal for Pittsburgh Beautiful? What to be, do exactly what you're doing now? Do you have other things? Yeah, other aspects of the website and other yeah. kinds of communication coming. What's the yeah. goal? Yeah. Well, my goal. Really, for Pittsburgh Beautiful, is I, I started something called the American Beautiful Network. Okay. And I, 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 I thought to myself, so right, if we want to get to the nuts and bolts of like, of course, you're doing this, you're spending a lot of time. How are you going to make a living? Right. You know, how are right. you going to, you know, so. Everybody my, has to eat. Right. Everybody has to eat. So what I noticed is that I, I started launching it in other cities. So we have Chicago mm-hmm. Beautiful, New York Beautiful. Obviously, you go to some of the big cities because you're going to get a lot of people right away and they're growing. So the American Beautiful Network is going to be a network of all of these cities. And I have every state as well. Um, and I want people to do the same thing i want them to start sharing what they think is beautiful about their region it's not got about it. competition got it okay we don't live in chicago right chicago is right, a right. great town right. yeah i love chicago and i think maybe if we can kind of spread this message of like look let's just all talk about how wonderful mm-hmm. we think our region is or the positive aspect i mean i don't want to come off being like oh let's all be positive and sing mr rogers songs although i love mr rogers well, but, i think we should you know kind I of thing. there's anything wrong with that god no. knows there's enough negative out there right right it's more like hey let's let's kind of let's set a lot of that rhetoric aside okay there's places for that that's right let you this is not the place for that this is the place for you to take ownership in what you love yeah and well, the um, word's beautiful it's pittsburgh beautiful right I mean, right. consternation and arguing and fighting amongst each other. There's yeah. nothing beautiful about that. Well, if you want to fight about what's beautiful, like this is prettier than that. Well, okay. That's, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. I got a better picture than you. Here it is. I'm on board with that. So, but a year from now, um, what I'd like to see is, is probably, uh, you know, 25 of these cities, which I, I have a bunch of them launched. Um, it's awesome. And then hopefully from, from a monetization is always always a goal hopefully enough people find value in it that they're willing to invest in it Mm -hmm. uh and then maybe some of these larger corporations um it doesn't even have to be larger corporations you know maybe they can see something valuable in the goodwill Mm -hmm. and um actually anything to get me off of watching dvr episodes of law and order with drug company commercials that would be i mean i know the side effects of do you not do you know the side effects of every single drug out there yeah because I, well yeah the side effects i'm not really yeah. sure what the drug does right they never get to that no i know what, the, what i they, know what, what the drug it, what does it, what it might do to you incorrectly right. yeah what, what the drug does x drug for x reason put anything in there diarrhea that's what it is <laughs> what a way to end the show <laughs> Chris, I appreciate uh, it, man. This oh, was thanks, great. Thanks, Eric. This yeah, was great. I've had a great time. Absolutely. And again, it's pittsburghbeautiful.com. Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh Beautiful across all platforms. Everything. Um, and the best thing to do is to get the app for free. Yeah, Just go to the, the app. app, the App Store or Android. Download the app, gives you access to everything. You don't even have to. You don't have to put your email address in. You can register if you want. Yeah. But just get the free app and and, and everything's share there. away. Share Fair away. Enough. 
I appreciate it, buddy. All right, man. All right, friends. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. We are out. Fingertips above the water. You watch me drown. You could have saved me, but you let me down. Yeah.